Hello there, my friends. Today, I wanted to talk to you about finding peace, having peace, keeping peace, wherever you are in this peace spectrum, when your world is falling apart. Now, right now, it actually seems as if everybody's world is falling apart, right? It seems like the entire world is upside down. Whether you're feeling a lack of peace due to world circumstances or your own personal situation or both, this message is definitely for you. So, I mean, how do you stay in peace or even get to a place of peace when life seems so chaotic? When you're feeling anxious and nervous, you're scared, uncertainty, you might even be depressed or just feeling unhappy. Perhaps you're living in chaos. Maybe there's just a situation that has gotten a hold of you and you don't really see a way out. Perhaps a lot of things are coming at you all at once. I get that. I've lived for many, many, many years with a lot of chaos around me due to my daughter's addiction and some other things that happened as well during all of those years, many, many, many years. And it seemed as if nothing was going right. Just one hit after the other. Everything just kept coming at me. You know, life's two by fours just kept coming and whacking me upside the head. And it was really interesting because I got to a point where I just wanted peace more than anything else. But I didn't know how to do that. I didn't know how to be that peaceful type person. I'm a redhead. I'm a type A personality, they call me. I'm outgoing and loud and vivacious. And I thought those people, you know, those people that were peaceful were the kind that walked around with their hands folded, you know, with organ music playing in the background. Obviously, I'm being sarcastic, but you know what I'm talking about. I had this friend named Teresa, and she seemed to be, to be one of those kind of people. She was just peaceful with a ton of faith. And so then I thought, well, then that's the trick to it. You need to have a lot of faith. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now that I believe that is definitely one of the tricks to it. But I thought you had to have been raised in that type of peaceful home to be that kind of a person. I just really never thought that I would be the kind of person who would live in peace. I'm talking about the kind of peace that is not dependent upon circumstances, and that is what you gotta get here. Should I say it again? Peace that is not defined by your circumstances. Now, of course, our level of peace, our level of happiness, and all sorts of other things are definitely impacted. I'm not going to say that I would not have been happier or more at peace if my daughter was not in addiction. Of course, that would have made all the difference. No question about it. But we just, there are so many things we don't have control over in this lifetime. And if we're always going to put our happiness and something like peace in the hands of those circumstances, we might end up disappointed quite a bit. Because life is tough. I mean, let's face it, life is tough. I mean, it's also beautiful and wonderful and magical and full of love and laughter and all sorts of wonderful things, but it's also tough. And nobody is going to escape without hardship, heartbreak, disappointment, betrayal, a lot of things that can really get us down. We are all going to have to face fears. 
We all come up against roadblocks. We all come up against things that don't make sense. Some of us work very hard towards something and it doesn't work out and we don't understand. So many unanswered questions in this lifetime. And it's just, it's going to hit everybody to some degree or the other. Nobody's going to escape without facing all of these things. Without the beast working to knock us down. You know, those beasts of shame and guilt and lack of self-esteem and disappointment and chaos. The things that keep us from being our best. And so if that's the fact, right, that's the, the absolute fact of the matter is that we don't know what's up around the next corner. And we're going to have loss. We're going to lose loved ones. We're going to have disappointments. We're going to have things that scare the heck out of us. That's why I talk so much, by the way, so much about courage. It's all about courage. And it takes courage to live in peace. And that might seem odd, right? Because it's kind of funny when we think about courage, right? We think about dun-dun-dun-dun. We think about the warrior with the shield and the sword and the people who are jumping off tall buildings, leaping tall buildings in a single bound, right? We think about, that's what you think about with courage. And then peace, you think about my friend Teresa. You think about people who are just very calm and soft-spoken I'm not calm and soft-spoken. How in the world am I going to live in peace, right? I'm the one that's supposed to be leaping tall buildings in a single bound. Well, the thing about it is, is that it takes courage to live in that peaceful place. So don't get confused when I talk about courage a lot, thinking that courage is always about, about, you know, being in a big battle that seems like you're out there fighting something. However... You're going to have to do that same thing to live in peace. You're going to have to battle it, which at first sounds odd. How can you be in a state of battling and be in peace? It's because it is a battle to get to a place of peace and to remain there, especially when you have so much going on around you. Now, I believe personally the number one way to peace is through God. And if you're not a person who believes in God, you're not a person who has you know, that, that um, faith in something bigger than yourself, perhaps this is a good time for you to check out God. Give him a chance. Because I really do think personally that it is just knowing that there's something beyond all of this, right there, that helps us get to a place of peace. So back to the point where I'm in full-on you know, codependent enabler mode, living with my own beast, living on what I call the roller coaster from hell because of my daughter Jamie's addiction. And I'm talking about the smartest girl I've ever known, gifted, funny, just an incredible human being. And at the age of 15, she starts going sideways and we're a few years in and I'm riding what I call the roller coaster from hell. And I just am afraid every moment of every single day. My heart is literally in my throat every time the phone rings. And then it's in my heart, my throat, my heart is in my throat, excuse me, when it doesn't ring. And, you know, that that's the state I was in. Just my adrenals were all out of whack because I just lived in this constant state of fear. And there was so much chaos and drama. My gosh, it just didn't seem to end. 
and then pile on all these other things that were going on in our lives with business and you know losing loved ones and lots of different things that really came at me all at once and over an extended period of time and so I I used to pray for a lot of things but I began to pray for peace more than anything else and then it finally hit me okay you know in order for you to have some peace girl you actually have to meet God somewhere on that road to peace you can't keep choosing to live in chaos. You can't keep choosing the same decisions and expect a different result. You can't, you know, just because you pray, you know, to God, and certainly God is a God of miracles. If he wanted to bring a miracle into your life with regard to this, you have to do your part. So my thing was really, here's what I was doing. I was praying for peace, but what I was really praying for was for God to stop all the chaos in Jamie's life, for him to take addiction out of her life. And by the way, there is nothing wrong with praying for that. I prayed for a miracle every single day until the day my daughter died in August of 2016. I prayed every morning for years for a miracle for her and believed for that miracle. Nothing wrong with that. But then I began to think, what if it doesn't ever change? What if she stays in addiction all of the rest of my life? You know, God forbid that could happen. And so I started to realize that I really had to figure out how to live in peace in spite of what was going on around me. And to be perfectly honest with you, initially I didn't think it was possible. I really didn't because I had tied my level of peace to the circumstances around me like you're probably doing. I mean, that's natural and normal to think like that. And as I said earlier, of course what's going on around you impacts your level of peace, your level of happiness, your level of contentment, your level of self-confidence. Definitely. So much of our lives, though, are outside of our control. I talk about this a lot, too. We have very little control over so many events that occur in our lives. And if we're going to tie all of the good stuff to those things that we have so little control over, I mean, we could find ourselves in, in a lot of disappointment and in a state of deep unhappiness or even depression or such as a lack of disappointment that we stop trusting people a lot you know it's just a, a, a bad road to head down so I finally went on what I called the frantic quest for peace and I wrote about this actually in the first time I wrote about this was in my book still standing after all the tears and um, I, I literally called it the frantic quest for peace because I was desperate for peace so it's kind of funny because you might not think that frantic and peace belong in the same sentence, but that's how desperately I wanted. My friends, I'm telling you, I wanted a moment of peace, a moment. I mean, let alone a day. I, I couldn't have even imagined a week or a month. And I don't know that anybody, even my friend Teresa, lives in peace every moment of every single day. I don't know that that's even possible because we're all human. But to get to a point where overall you could be in a place of peace for a day at a time and then a week at a time and a month and maybe even a year, if that's not where you are today, I want you first to believe that it's possible because guess what? It happened to me. <laughs> You know, and certainly God had a hand in it, no question about it, but I did my part too. With regard to Jamie, what I had to do is draw my line in the sand, and, and that wasn't easy. Listen, I was a full-on codependent enabler, and my beast had me down 
telling me I was the worst mother in the world, that I wasn't worthy of, of literally anything. My self-esteem was in the toilet. And I, you know, so I really didn't think that I could get there, but I just had to figure out how to have a little bit of peace in my life. So this codependent enabler with the beast screaming in my ear, you should be able to save your daughter. You should be able to fix it. I finally had to draw my line in the sand. I had to realize, and this is just my story. Whatever you're going through is probably completely different from what I am or what I was. But um, I finally had, for me, I had to draw my line in the sand with my daughter because I realized that I had no control over her addiction. And let me tell you, friends, that took a lot because most of us are control freaks in some way. And when it has to do with our children, even when they're adults, it's tough. It's tough to accept. And it was really tough for me to accept that I had no control over her addiction. It bummed me out big time because I wanted control over it. Of all the things in my life that I wanted to control, that was it. And I had to finally realize that I didn't have control. And so, you know, I, I use what I call the F word and I forgave her. And let me tell you something, that is also a key to peace. If you're listening to this, go in and look for any of my podcasts on, on forgiveness, on using the F word. Go to ValerieSilvera.com, whatever you can do. Get one of my books. You need to learn about the F word and how possible it is for you to do and how you must do that. You must forgive everybody for everything. If not, peace is going to be much more difficult for you. So without getting sidetracked, that is definitely something that you need to do and that I did. I forgave Jamie. I just forgave her for all the nonsense and all the chaos and the lies and the drama and the money she'd wasted and her not showing up and her not fighting her beast hard enough. I had to forgive her all of it. I, had, I told her how much I loved her. That never, ever changed. I told her I would stand with her every single time she chose life, but that I would no longer watch her die or help her die in her addiction. And so I, you know, just basically painted the picture. This is what my life looks like. And it doesn't look like people shooting people and drug deals and lies and it just, none of that. That wasn't my life. This is what my life looked like. And I painted the picture and I want you in it more than anything, but that's your choice. Yes, of course it broke my heart, but my heart was already broken. We were talking about peace now. And I needed it desperately in order for me to put the pieces of my shattered heart back together. I had to find some peace. So, you know, I used to see these shows on television where somebody's child would be killed and the parents, I mean, it was rare, but you'd see these parents that forgave the, the killer and you'd think, whoa, not me. Okay. Definitely those are people who have some kind of weird peace that I don't get. Those are probably people that are preacher's kids or didn't live in chaos like I did as a child. Those are, those are different people. They're not redheaded. But guess what? It's me. My daughter was murdered in August 2016, and while my heart is completely broken, I have a huge hole in my heart that will never go away, and I want justice. Please don't confuse the two. I want justice. I hope he's convicted and he spends the rest of his life in prison, but I have forgiven him. Now, listen, remember, this is this redheaded girl, pretty, you know, 
loud and opinionated and, you know, boisterous and all that stuff. Type A personality, they call me, hoping for a moment of peace, never imagining in a million years that a few short years later, I would be in a position like those other parents where I would be deciding whether or not I would forgive. And had I not done that, what's so important about you getting this is that had I not done that, I would not be living in peace. I would be angry. I would feel vindictive. I'm not letting him have that power over me. So whatever it is that's keeping you from living in peace, don't allow that to have this power over you. If you want to live your best life, if you want to live a courageous life, if you want to live doing all all you can to be your best, if you want to find your purpose and leave that lasting legacy, because listen, we're all leaving a legacy. Right now, you are leaving one, whether or not you're focused on it. If you want to leave the right one, that awesome imprint of you in other people that will live on forever, you're going to need a certain amount of peace. Whatever you face today, my friend, remember this. The world's always been uncertain. I know that these days right now, it seems like it couldn't be more uncertain. But life has always been uncertain. That is not, that's nothing new. It's just a little more in our face when we're on lockdown and the whole world is going through something similar. And that is piled onto the top of whatever you were, you were already going through. So I'm sure that whatever level of peace you were able to reach kind of had a little, little chink in the armor there, right? Probably you, you fell off of it. I know I did when this whole world thing hit and everything. Uh, you know, my level of peace changed too. I had to really work to get back to a place of peace. Remember, if God is not in your life, you might want to check him out. It's worth it. Pray, 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 my friend, but take action. I can't tell you how many people I hear that's like, well, all I got to do is pray. Really? If that's all I had to do was pray, Jamie would be here today and she'd be clean and she'd be out making a difference in the world. You know, and sometimes, you know, miracles happen when we do pray. I'm not trying to discount the power of prayer, but we also have to take action. We have to meet God somewhere on all this. We have to do our part. If you want peace, you may need to draw your line in the sand with somebody. You may need to even walk away from somebody. You're going to need to work on your attitude. Okay, this is your mindset. Shift your thinking. Stop thinking about all the negative things. Of course you can't feel peaceful if you're feeling negative all the time. Adjust your focus. Every time you start to think about these things that scare you, the uncertainty, shift your focus. Here's one place that you do have control, and it is your thinking. You get to decide what you think about. Just like that, you can shift your thoughts to something else. Another tip I have for you is to live today. You notice I didn't say for today? I just mean today. live today. Live this day. And just let the rest of it come. Tomorrow's going to show up and whack. 24 hours later, it's going to slap you in the face and say, here I am. And you will have plenty to deal with tomorrow. So live today. Here's my final tip. I want you to start thinking of yourself 
as that person who has peace that makes no sense. You may have heard of it. This is from the Bible, the peace that surpasses all understanding. I don't know if that's what I have because I'm not 100% sure what that means, but I can tell you this for sure. I have peace that surpasses my understanding. I don't get it. Because once I got it and the hits just kept coming, I kind of half expected it to go away. But I'm going to tell you something else too, my friends. If you use the nine actions, and you can find out about the nine actions at ValerieSilvera.com. I think you hit about, you go to the nine actions page. My most recent book called Still Standing. You can also find it in Still Standing after all the tears and the workbooks that go with, with that book. Learn about the nine actions. When you can put all of these nine things together, your life is going to change in incredible ways. Link arms with me. Stand up and be courageous and claim yourself as a person who lives in peace no matter what is going on around them. Your story matters, so live it courageously.